This is VOA News in Washington. I'm Jeff Custer. U.S. President Joe Biden has suggested there could be a truce soon in Gaza. Israel and Hamas, however, indicate there is no deal forthcoming. VOA's Rick Pantaleo has more. President Biden said that Israel has agreed to pause its offensive during the upcoming Muslim holy month of Ramadan if a deal is reached to release some of the hostages held by Hamas. I hope by the beginning of the weekend. I mean, the end of the weekend. My, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. On Tuesday, Israel and Hamas have both downplayed the idea that a breakthrough was at hand. Talks to pause the fighting are said to have gained momentum recently and were underway Tuesday. And an official deadline for a deal to be reached is said to be the beginning of Ramadan, which should be about March 10th. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. A Moscow court Tuesday has sentenced the leader of a Nobel Prize winning human rights group to 30 months in prison. AP correspondent Karen Chamas reports. Oleg Orlov was convicted of discrediting the Russian army in an article that he wrote denouncing the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Orlov has said the case against him is politically motivated. The verdict concluded a retrial after Orlov was earlier ordered to pay a fine. The prosecution appealed the fine seeking a harsher punishment. The verdict highlights Moscow's lack of tolerance for any criticism of its war in Ukraine. I'm Karen Chamas. Jordan parachuted more food and medical supplies into Gaza Tuesday as King Abdullah and huma- said humanitarian aid to the territory must be doubled to prevent a deterioration in, in a hunger crisis affecting over 2 million people. It was the second day of airdrops from Jordan, which is calling on the international community to put more pressure on Israel to ease restrictions on the flow of food into the Strip. This is VOA News. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen Tuesday said group of seven economic powers need to move forward and unlock the value of frozen Russian sovereign assets to help Ukraine. Speaking at a news conference in Sao Paulo, Brazil, ahead of meetings with her G7 and G20 counterparts, Yellen said their coalition took action that froze $285 billion in Russian assets since the war in Ukraine began. My European colleagues have now taken an important first step to harness windfall proceeds from Russian sovereign actions. That's an action I fully endorse. I also believe it's necessary and urgent for our coalition to find a way to unlock the value of these immobilized assets to support Ukraine's continued resistance and long-term reconstruction. Yellen said the U.S. and its allies were evaluating different options and associated risk with unlocking the assets, underscoring the importance of ensuring they were in line with international law. NATO has begun massive military training exercises in the Mediterranean this week designed to hone submarine hunting skills of Alliance members. NATO Submarines Commander Rear Admiral Thomas Wall gave a brief outline of the, of, uh, of the operation during a ceremony in Sicily as the exercises began Monday. This exercise will take place mainly off the coast of Sicily. Allied Navy units from nine nations begin the challenging training with the opportunity to improve their skills in anti-submarine and anti-surface warfare until the exercise completes on March 8th. 
in the exercise called Dynamic Manta 24. Naval assets will take turns hunting and being hunted in close coordination with air and surface assets to train and refine capabilities of this type of warfare. Seven NATO submarines uh, from Greece, France, Italy, Spain, Turkey, and the U.S. are participating in the exercises. New Zealand's government said it will appeal Tuesday the world's first law banning tobacco sales for future generations, even as researchers and campaigners warn the risk could co- the risk that people could die. Reuters correspondent Vanessa Chan reports. The anti-tobacco sale rule was passed under former Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern's administration, aimed at preventing thousands of deaths related to smoking a year and meet the country's smoke-free goal. But New Zealand's new coalition government, elected in October, confirmed the repeal will happen on Tuesday as a matter of urgency, enabling it to scrap the law without seeking public comment. The proposal was originally set to take effect July this year. It would have banned young people who were born after January 1, 2009, from buying cigarettes for life, making it one of the toughest anti-tobacco rules in the world. In Washington, I'm Jeff Custer. This is DOA News.